This Best of the Torch Report was recorded December 20th, 2022. Please click like, subscribe, and enjoy. Good morning, Goatdale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains, the frosty fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves it the most, Luke Throop here on another terrific Tuesday morning, friends, Torch Report 263. You are not going to believe this just when you thought the lies couldn't possibly get any more blatant my friends you must brace yourself because you know you, you know that whole thing uh <clears throat> that let me just slow down here a little bit back up give you some context you know that whole thing about the the 2020 election and and the violent j6 insurrection that they're trying to charge donald trump for right now you know that you know that was nothing that was nothing compared to what would have happened, coulda, woulda, shoulda happened if they hadn't stepped in, if they hadn't changed the rules and they had not manipulated public perception, if they had not controlled the flow of information. You see, they conducted a shadow campaign to save our democracy, and we should all be grateful. At least that's what they claim. I'm just going <laughs> to I came across this article today. I just blew my hair back and I've got a lot of hair, friends. So, you know, let me just read this excerpt to you from Time Magazine's enticingly titled The Secret History of the Shadow Campaign That Saved the 2020 Election. You know, that, that just I just have to read that again. The secret history of the shadow campaign that saved the 2020 election. It, it's it's like it's almost as good as fiction. You know, here here's the excerpt. It says, and I quote, that's why the participants want their secret history of the 2020 election told, even though it sounds like a paranoid fever dream, a well-funded cabal of powerful people ranging across industries and ideologies, working together behind the scenes to influence perceptions, change rules and laws, steer media coverage and control the flow of information. They were not rigging the election. They were fortifying it. And they believe the public needs to understand the system's fragility in order to ensure that democracy in America endures. End quote. Stop the tape. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, this is utterly astounding. It's preposterous. It's absurd. We are supposed to believe. That this blatant, intentional, behind-the-scenes shadow campaign that tipped the 2020 election in favor of the sock puppet being foisted upon the unsuspecting America people. This shady shenanigans that delivered the most popular president ever elected, even though he never left his basement and he lost in 83% of the counties all across the country. Now we are supposed to believe that these shysters, this well-funded cabal of powerful people, they were not rigging the elections. They we're fortifying the elections. Yeah, right. You know, lies. I tell you lies. And of course, friends, you already know that. So I'm going to just ah, take a deep breath and offer a few friendly reminders here before we jump into our analysis today. First, the term gaslighting was the word of the year. And uh, in Torch Report 248, I explained that gaslighting is when the abusers tell you that 
that you're not being abused. <laughs> you know, this, you know, when they, when you're being abused and they tell you it's not being abused, this gaslighting, this causes the victim to question the validity of their own thoughts. It causes the victim to question their perceptions of reality. And it leads to confusion. It leads to loss of mental stability and it leads to a dependency upon the abuser. And I'm sure you can see the applications here. Second point, uh, Stockholm Syndrome. This is coming out of Torch Report 174. Stockholm Syndrome is a strange psychological coping mechanism. Stockholm Syndrome is where the person who's being abused builds a bond with their abuser, often falling in love with the abuser and protecting the abuser when the rescuers arrive. It would be wise, patriots, to keep that in mind. Gaslighting, Stockholm Syndrome, and, of course, the third point here, mass psychosis, which is when a significant portion of society collectively rejects reality. They've been, you know, hypnotized, mind-melted, it's mind control and all this. But this excerpt from Torch Report 148, when reality gets rejected, sums up how this happens, friends. And I quote here, the two-party system as a structure has been used like scaffolding to build and maintain the illusion of us versus them by facilitating fear of a common enemy and steering anger toward perceived opponents. The hypnotists bypass the rational mind. They snare the subconscious and manipulate public perception to the, to the degree of distorting reality. Unaware of this cunning manipulation or the mechanisms by which they are being influenced, patrons of both parties are helplessly herded from one emotional state to the next, always in the direction of the next election, wherein they vote to voice the implanted opinions that endow the hypnotists with even more power. My friends, that, that was written back in June. Okay. And I just, you know, pointing out here, all of this is, it's a, are we not being herded? You know, are, we're being prodded like cattle. Is this not gaslighting? They tell us that we're not being abused. They interfered with the elections on purpose. You know, we, we had to save democracy. That's not abuse. That's not breaking the law. That's doing what's necessary. The ends justify the means. My friends, are we not being abused by our very own government and their private partners in crime? That's what this Time Magazine story is saying. They're saying that it's a, a well-funded cabal of powerful people. They said that. Those are their words, not mine, even though I, I say often the global cabal and the commies are taking over the world. This is exactly what I'm talking about, and they're acknowledging it right out loud. And right now with this article and with the J6 show trials and everything else going on, you know, the American public – is being nudged to embrace this tyranny because it is the tyrants who are running the shadow campaigns that are saving our democracy, uh, or so the story goes, you know, and people believe this crap. You know, that's the problem. In fact, the way that it's being presented, the useful idiots of the world will soon be crying out for more of this abuse, demanding that this shadowy, well-funded cabal of powerful people do even more to protect them in the next election cycle. Stockholm syndrome has set in, my friends. They are not interfering, these tyrants. They are not interfering or rigging the election. These tyrants are fortifying the election. And anyone who tells you otherwise is a lying right-wing extremist. But friends. There are more subtle layers to the story. 
So let's go ahead and grab another passage uh, from the Time magazine here. I would never use the Time magazine for anything other to wipe my ass, but I'm sorry I said that out loud. <laughs> oh, here it is. Okay. Uh, a weird thing happened right after the November 3rd election. Nothing. The nation was braced for chaos. Liberal groups had vowed to take to the streets, planning hundreds of protests across the country. Right-wing militias were girding for battle. In a poll before Election Day, 75% of Americans voiced concern about violence. Instead, an eerie quiet descended. As President Trump refused to concede, the response was not mass action, but crickets. When media organizations called the race for Joe Biden on November 7th, jubilation broke out instead as people thronged cities across the U.S. to celebrate the democratic process that resulted in Trump's ouster, period, end quote. You know, can you believe this crap? That's what is passing for for news these days. Of course, it's uh, just purely propaganda. But, you know, what happened? Nothing happened. And eerie quiet, you know, descended across. A hush fell across the crowd before everybody broke out in jubilation to celebrate the sock puppet being inaugurated in the oil Oval Office. You know, you know, on on December 2nd, 2020, Donald Trump summed it up like this. He said, quote, it was all very, very strange. Within days after the election, we witnessed an orchestrated effort to anoint the winner, even while many key states were still being counted, period, end quote. Thank you, President Trump, for pointing out the obvious. The election was not over. It had not been certified, and yet they were anointing the winner, and jubilation broke out all across the country, you know? The anointed winner indeed, friends, but first they had to drag his corpse across the line. The details of this shadow campaign and how they did that are remarkable, if only for the stark admission of felonious election interference. I cannot believe they are admitting this. Consider the actions taken by this shadowy cabal of powerful people. Okay, Their work, this is their words too. Every single thing I'm about to say is a direct quote from the Times article. Their work touched every aspect of the election. That would be interference, would it not? Every aspect of the election. They got states to change voting systems and laws and helped secure hundreds of millions in public and private funding. So they got hundreds of millions of dollars and poured it into changing the laws and voting systems. Hmm. You know, they fended off voter suppression lawsuits, recruited armies of poll workers, and got millions of people to vote by mail for the very first time. Wow. Fascinating. Talk about getting out the vote. You know, they successfully pressured social media companies to take a harder line against disinformation and used data-driven strategies to fight viral smears. So, They're admitting they got millions of dollars in public-private funding to manipulate the election and to pressure social media companies to censor disinformation using data-driven strategies, of course, to fight viral smears. Say, like, crack pipe Biden uh, hanging out with hookers while his dad's running for president. Whatever, you know. They executed national public awareness campaigns that helped Americans understand how the vote count would unfold over days or weeks preventing conspiracy theories and false claims of victory from getting more traction. Now, that's worth some analysis right there because 
They executed a national public awareness campaign to help Americans understand that it's going to take us some time to rig the election. This is going to take days or weeks. Don't expect to get the outcome of election on election night. I mean, it's going to take days or weeks for us to really massage the numbers and get everything out there. But in order to prevent conspiracy theories and false claims that we're rigging the election, we're going to go ahead and tell you in advance it's going to take days and weeks for us to rig the election. That's what that means. The last little excerpt here I want to share with you uh, says, after election day, they monitored every pressure point to ensure that Trump could not overturn the result. After election day, they monitored every pressure point to ensure that Trump could not overturn the result. Friends, those are all direct quotes. We're going to come back to that every pressure point here in a little bit. But you know, this is what they're admitting to. Even more egregious than these open admission to felonious crimes and interference, they claimed that they had to do these things in the shadows and without public knowledge. They had to do these things in order to save our democracy. After all, they claim, and I quote, it's massively important for the country to understand that it didn't happen accidentally. The sock puppet didn't get elected accidentally. The system didn't work magically. We didn't just magically, you know, Rig the election. Democracy itself is not self-executing. Really? Democracy itself is not self-executing. Which is why, of course, they say with a straight face that they were not rigging the election. They were fortifying the election. I mean, they had to. They had to because the system wasn't going to just do it accidentally. Biden wasn't just going to magically show up and, you know, voop into the Oval Office. I mean, how was he going to get to from his basement to the Oval Office? You know, they had to work some magic there. And democracy doesn't execute itself. So they had to drag his ass across the line. And here we are, friends. This is the group of they who rigged the 2020 elections. They had to do it because Americans need to understand that the system's fragility, I mean, in order to save democracy and make sure that democracy in America endures, we had to foist the sock puppet upon the American people. It really should come as no surprise. But this was a, a network, as far as who, who are these people, it was a network of people. And I'm just going to read right here from the article. It says, network of contacts across the progressive universe, the labor movement, the institutional left like Planned Parenthood and Greenpeace, resistance groups like Indivisible and Move On, progressive data geeks and strategists, representatives of donors and foundations, state-level grassroots organizers, racial justice activists, and others. They all got together on this. That's who, who got Joe Biden across the line. And this group, this network of quacks, well, you know, or commie hacks, progressive hacks, whatever you want to call them, this group was being steered by a guy named Mike Podorza. And he was a senior advisor to the president of the AFL-CIO, America's largest union. So what you see is all these leftist organizations getting together. But this Mike Podorza, I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right, Podorza, Mike Pode, the Pode, was known as the wizard behind some of the biggest advances in what they call political technology. And it reminds me of, of uh, how Obama had bought, what was the name of that list? The name of that list escapes me at the moment, but he bought this list and he was using it to, to target. This is the you know geofencing and this kind of stuff that we didn't know about as the public. They knew about it back then. They were using that to win elections. And anyway, Mike was also the mastermind behind several secretive firms that apply science to elections. That's quite right out of the article. Uh, and, and some of the science that they were applying to elections, I imagine, was like censoring misinformation with sentinel surveillance and using 
algorithmic social interventions, friends. This is what we've been talking about. Uh, this is ha- not, of course, how the Times article frames it, but that's what it was just the same. So let's zoom out. Zoop. You know, we've talked a lot about how the government is colluding with big tech. We've talked about how this happens in closed door public-private partnerships that work to control the flow of information. They work to deploy the weaponization of AI for specific purposes, like controlling emerging public perceptions. You know, if you need to brush up on any of this, friends, I just want to I threw a few links there in the report. Uh, Torch Report 203, Stepping Out of the Box. Torch Report 216, The Threat of AI. Torch Report 232, The Great Manipulation. And of course, the special on communist mind control. All of these really get at how they're using the weaponized AI to control emerging public perceptions. And I just want to point out for a second, you know, controlling emerging public perceptions means they're monitoring in real time. And if they can change the words that we use and the way that we say things, then they can control public uh, public perception before it actually becomes a public opinion. OK, that's a really big deal. And so those articles are just a taste of what's out there, but they lay a very solid foundation for understanding how widespread the use of this technology has become and how long it's been going on and how it's being used against us and all of that. And what this article from The Time is, is really controlling emerging public perception. Because as people learn about the Twitter files, which come out more recently, you know, they're they're like, oh, my gosh, I got to make sense of this. How do they keep people in their echo chamber making sense of it in the liberal echo chamber? OK, because Twitter files may have finally blown the lid off all of this can of worms, you know. However, of course, most of the mainstream liberal media, liberal media refuses to cover it. You know, if, if it weren't for independent journalists and, and the alt media universe, the fact that the FBI was pushing the buttons at Twitter on the daily would probably have never come to light. But now it is coming to light. And so it's seeping out there and it's going to form a public opinion. But in order to control the emerging public perceptions, they had to put out this propaganda hit piece about how they had to do it for our own good. They had to abuse us for our own good. You see, gaslighting at its finest, friends. There is no doubt in my mind that this article from Time magazine is an attempt to get ahead of the story. The timing is all too perfect. It's Christmas week. The kids are home from school. People are traveling to see family and friends. Very few people are paying attention to the massive fraud that has been and continues to be perpetrated upon we, the American people. And honestly, friends, few people ever are paying attention. And so they can continue to mock us and tell us that it's for our own good. Yes, they, the well-funded cabal of powerful people, interfered with and rigged our elections. They had to. Otherwise, Donald Trump would have won. And you see, that would have been a threat to democracy. It's their overbearing pomposity, their audacity, their conceit, their pretentious hypocrisy and imperious insolence that is utterly astounding. Friends, I am floored. But I should not be. And probably you shouldn't be either. I don't know. Because didn't we see this coming? You know, aren't they rewriting history in real time? We've been talking about that. And in a day and age where the truth can vanish with the push of a button, friends, we must remain vigilant. We must push back. Do not allow them to silence you. Do not be afraid to speak up and share this with somebody. Do not allow them to confuse you. Do not allow them to abuse you and tell you that it's for your own good. Do not allow them to steal these elections and claim that they were protecting democracy. It's a lie. They can say whatever the hell they want to say, as in, hey, man, whatever you need to tell yourself, you know. But we, the people, know the truth. These people 
Well, these shysters, this this well-funded, powerful cabal will continue to lie, cheat, and steal every election from here on out if we do not right now stand up and demand accountability. But here's the catch, my friends. It's not going to happen. And I'm an optimist, but don't get me wrong here. It's not going to happen. This powerful cabal launched a shadow campaign to fleece and pacify the American people. They monitored every pressure point, remember? They monitored every pressure point to make sure that nothing boiled over. And now think about it this way. little twist in the plot here. If they monitored every pressure point to make sure nothing boiled over, that means that they have identified every pressure point and that they can push every pressure point and that they can crank up the heat until it does boil over. And once more, Bill Gates becomes a genius uh, who prophesied a hung election and civil war. That's just what they're going to do. When the time is right, when the stage is set, when it serves them well, that's when they'll bring down the whole house of cards. Do not be deceived, my friends. They are stoking the fire as we speak. So stay wise, patriots. That is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please do me the great honor. Take the time, find the heart, click the heart, and give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And above all else, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know, or at least someone. Just think of somebody. Get out there and embrace this terrific Tuesday, friends, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.